Hey, good morning. This is Delcina with Keeping It Fit for Life, your online fitness and nutrition coach. So glad you made it to listen in today. I've been nerding off lately in the last few segments, kind of trying to get you an update on some little known topics that most people don't really talk about because they can be really detailed, such as vitamins and minerals. But hey, this is the fourth and last segment. So just put it in your back pocket, save it. And then you can listen to it later on and then show off to your family and friends all the knowledge you have about phosphorus, zinc, iodine, etc., etc. <laughs> so I'm coming here to you on 98.5 FM, The Rock, where it's more than music. It is ministry. I love the fact that you can get your gospel music and your praise on and some information about your fitness and health because truly we are full 3D human beings who should involve spirit, mind, and body. When you're healthy in all of those accords, you are rearing to go, get out there and make things happen in this world. That's why it's important. It's not just about looking good, it's about feeling good. And when you feel good, you can do good, right? So today in our last segment of multivitamins and minerals, are you getting enough? Um, we're going to talk about phosphorus, potassium, selenium, sodium, sulfur, and zinc. We've been tackling all of these alphabetically because that's how I have it here in my handy dandy Bible of nutrition and fitness. And so I want to bring to you information that is useful and that is scientifically based. No BS. Nobody's paying me, per se, to say these things. Well, actually, nobody's paying me. <laughs> and um, just want to bring you this information, okay? So let's get started with our first micronutrient today. Phosphorus. Phosphorus is our first micronutrient. Now, for those of you who are serious science and chemistry geeks, right? I'm going to ask you a question. Remember ATP? ATP, really important in energy production. Well, phosphorus, the P in the form of phosphate, is in every single cell of the body because it needs it to function. ATP is the primary energy regenerating source that our body goes through. I'm not going to go through that because... I had trouble getting that the first few times when I went through science classes. But just know that phosphorus is in every single cell of our body in order to um, produce functions. So then the deficiency in this is really, really rare, unless you're in a severe malnutrition situation. We don't really have a lot of that going on in the U.S. But it's involved in bone formation, uh, things like hormone production, and it helps to regulate oxygen delivery from hemoglobin from your blood, right? Where do you get it from? You get it from beans and legumes, nuts and seeds, cheese, especially ricotta, it says, uh, fish, beef, and beef liver, and eggs. Now, one of the things that I recommend and I grew up um, learning about um, as an Adventist is that eating a handful of nuts every day was said to be good for your heart and a myriad of other sources. Well, going through these lessons, these last few sessions about our multivitamins and minerals, 
we see that we can get many of those nutrients that we need from just a handful of nuts. Now, you've got to be careful because nuts are very dense in calories. I mean, the nutrients that are in there are great, but you still don't want to consume 2,000 calories worth of nuts in one sitting, which, you know, theoretically you could possibly do that because most of us don't measure or are aware anyway of the amount of food that we're eating. You can eat anything you want to as long as you manage your portions and the variety in how you eat. That's why I don't really like diets anymore. Okay, I used to do diets a long time ago, but that was for a specific purpose, a specific time. But for health purposes and losing weight and feeling great, diets are not necessary. Knowing how much you eat, when you eat it, and being in moderation is what counts for the lifestyle. Okay, so I'm off that rant. Now, the next uh, mineral is potassium. A lot of people have heard of potassium, right? Potassium works to balance out our sodium. And so potassium deficiencies are usually caused by things that happen in your body like severe diarrhea or when people use a lot of diuretics. And the USDA actually has says that the average American consumes about only 60% of their potassium needs. So what happens is that a lot of times the potassium is, is excreted, potassium excess happens when there's more potassium in the kid than the kidneys can excrete. So this often happens with kidney failure and potassium sparing diuretics. So it's important to not mess with those things too much because excess, and then on the other hand though, excess potassium can be quite dangerous. All right. So you need to be very careful of that. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention about that is that Potassium's role is works very much in the regulation of body essential activities such as heart function. That's why it's so critical to be careful with that. We get potassium from vegetables, potatoes, beans, and legumes, fruits, dairy, fish, and whole grains. If you don't get enough potassium, this is what can happen. You can have cardiac arrhythmia, uh, which can lead to cardiac arrest, muscle cramps, high blood pressure, glucose intolerance, kidney stones, and bone loss. So if you have a, if you fear that you may be low in potassium, it's very important that you see your doctor, primary care physician, so that they can look further into what may be causing that. Now, if you get too much, you can have tingling of your extremities, uh, muscle weakness, nausea and vomiting, diarrhea, and cardiac arrhythmia. So very important that this micronutrient stays in balance, and it maintains in balance if you eat a... a varied diet of all types of food so that your body can balance it out itself. You want to be careful with trying to supplement potassium. All right, our next micronutrient is selenium. Not like selena, selenium, but that's one way you can remember it. Selenium is a powerful, powerful antioxidant, but it's easy to get too much. Listen to this. If you have just six Brazil nuts... That contains 800 micrograms of selenium, and that exceeds the upper limit of your recommended intake. Excessive selenium can be a risk for type 2 diabetes. Isn't that something? Six Brazil nuts. I don't eat Brazil nuts too often. I don't really see them around. I think one of the reasons, though, a lot of people don't eat Brazil nuts is because those are the ones that come in like they're like a half dome and the skin or the nut is super 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 hard you literally need a, a hammer or something to get into those 
But if you want to make sure you got your dose of selenium for the day, you're not going to eat anything else. Have six. So, um, well, that might be too much. Six of them gives you 800 micrograms, which that's the upper limit. So maybe about three or four Brazil nuts and you'll be good to go. Right. Um, and again, it's a very powerful antioxidant. So it helps to, um, take care of the free radicals that are in the body that cause decay and dying of our cells. So you get it from, of course, I told you Brazil nuts, sunflower seeds, whole grains, especially whole wheat and brown rice. Man, I'm seeing this brown rice show up more. Maybe I should switch over to brown rice. It tastes good, guys, but it just takes so much longer than white rice to cook. And it does have more nutrients. You know, the nutrition uh, coach should probably do that, right? Yeah, okay. I'll start doing more brown rice if you do. <laughs> okay, no, seriously, I will. Um, you get it from fish and seafood, especially tuna, shrimp, and salmon, poultry, red meat, and eggs. If you don't get enough selenium, um, you can have excess oxidation from free radical production. Um, there's also a disease called Keishan's disease, which is a juvenile cardiomyopathy. So again, making sure that our children have enough of a balanced nutritional diet really helps with their development and their, you know, the, the things that we don't even think about. Um, there can be problems in skeletal and connective tissue and inflammatory arthritis, which is called Cashenbeck disease. I might want to look into that myself because I have a serious issue with inflammatory arthritis. And all they ever tell me is, you just have arthritis. You have arthritis in all your joints. It's an advanced level. Okay, but I want to know exactly what it is. I'm actually asking my doctor about this Cashenbeck disease. And also possibly acne. Hmm, selenium not getting enough can possibly be responsible for acne. Now, if you get too much, you can have skin problems, brittle hair and nails, GI upset, fatigue, nervous system abnormalities, and a garlic odor on your skin and breath. That's interesting. If you get too much selenium, you might go around smelling like garlic. So don't do it. Um, next one, we got three more. So sodium. Okay, everybody knows about sodium. Sodium is salt. It is very, very much needed in our body because it balances our water intake through the cells, all right? So most food has sodiums, and as you know, most processed food has lots of sodium, much more than we even really need. And so, but in general, uh, high blood sodium usually results in excessive water loss, and low blood sodium usually comes in more fluid retention. And then sodium is involved in absorbing chloride, amino acids, glucose, which is sugar, and water. And then it's also the most, one of the most important is regulating extracellular fluid status, blood volume, and blood pressure. So basically, you know, your cells, you know, imagine a little round balloon and the cell membrane or the, the skin of the balloon, your sodium helps to regulate how much water goes across those membranes to keep your body balanced. You know, you can't have fill up the water balloon too much, then it'll pop, right? And if it doesn't have enough, then it'll just shrink like a little tiny raisin. So sodium is very important in keeping that extracellular balance. If you don't get enough sodium, you can have nausea, vomiting, headache, cramps, fatigue, disorientation. Right. So in a military, when you're out in the field and you're training and it's really hot, 
You always wonder why they always try to get you to eat your food when all you want to do is just get in the shade and drink some water and just drink water, drink water, drink water. Well, you can't just do that. You have to have enough sodium in your system to maintain balance, to maintain that same fluid balance. So that's why your NCOs make sure that you drink plenty of you know, you drink your water, but you also eat food, which is going to have all those micronutrients um, and, you know, things like sodium to keep you healthy. So they're not trying to be annoying. They're really trying to protect you. And then if you get too much, you can have increased fluid volume and edema, nausea and vomiting, diarrhea or abdominal cramps. Um, there's a thing called hyponitremia when you can actually drink too much water and what happens is it dilutes your blood volume so much that it puts you at risk for death. Um, so that's very, very possible. You got to be careful when you're out there, especially in the Texas heat. Oh my gosh, because it gets so crazy hot. You think all I need to do is just drink water, drink water, drink water. Well, you've got to be balanced with that. You can't overdo it. Just like I've been saying with all these nutrients and vitamins. You really, you, you don't want to overdo anything. Everything in balance and in good common sense. If you do that, you'll be okay. You really will be. God gave us common sense, so use it. You know, there are people who say common sense isn't so common anymore, and, and it might be true to a certain degree, but we have it available to us and we need to use it. And two more supplements or micronutrients I'm going to talk to you about, sulfur. Sulfur is the third most abundant mineral element found in our body. And it's part of three important amino acids. Cysteine, methionine, <laughs> hold on, methionine, methionine, or methionine, and taurine. Cysteine, methionine, and taurine. All right? So... Since we get sulfur from most of our foods that contain protein, deficiency is really rare. And it's involved as an antioxidant, a liver detoxification, and collagen synthesis. And we can get it from protein-rich foods, garlic and onions, and cruciferous vegetables. Now, if you're smelling like garlic and onions because you have too much sodium, then <laughs> you want to be careful with your sulfur because you can get it from garlic and onions. Just a little aside there. And our final and last micronutrient or mineral is zinc. Yay! Okay, so zinc in animal sources is usually more bioavailable than from plant sources. All right? Taking too much zinc can result in a copper deficiency. And zinc is involved in growth and development, neurological functions, reproduction, immunity, cell structure, gene expression, cellular signaling, hormone release, nerve, um, nerve impulses. So this tiny micronutrient is very heavily involved in the things that are necessary for our development and maintenance. And you don't even think about, oh, let me have my zinc today. No, but if you eat a balanced meal and if you include things like beans and legumes, including peanuts, uh, nuts and seeds, whole grains, seafood, beef, lamb, pork, poultry, especially dark meat, eggs, wild game, and mushrooms, you'll get enough of that micro uh, mineral. Again, if you notice that your diet is really, really blah, really plain, and it might even be healthy, but you're eating the same thing over and over and over and over, 
you're missing out on many micro minerals and nutrients that your body needs to have that work together like a symphony orchestra. So it's really important to try to variate it. And you can do that by maybe planning your menu for the week. You don't have to necessarily cook it all, but at least write it down so you can have a visual, an idea. Oh, you know, you're not going to just have spaghetti every single day, or you're not going to just have fish and broccoli every day, for example. You know, variate it so you're eating a high vegetable meal, a high protein meal, a high carb meal. You're, you're trying new vegetables and new carbs and new ingredients. It's important for your body to really feel it's optimal. And I think that's what we all want. We only would just feel the best that we possibly can. Then the world is your oyster, right? And you can get the zinc from oysters, by the way. <laughs> okay, so if you don't get enough zinc, you can have delayed growth and sexual maturation, very important for our adolescents, poor wound healing, low immunity, skeletal abnormalities, night blindness, hair loss, loss of appetite, possibly acne, and dry eyes. Now, if you get too much, it can result in nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, diarrhea, and blocking copper absorption. Whew! That was a lot of information, even for me. So, I hope that this has been helpful to you. And again, if you need to listen to this over, be sure to hop on over to my podcast called Delcina and Fitness. You can hear it on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. You can also go to my Facebook page, which is uh, Facebook slash Fit for Life PT Delcina, or just go to my Facebook Delcina page. And I will have on there a link to a self-awareness um, quiz that you can take to find out where you are on the spectrum of supplementation. And it can help guide you on what you need for your body, for your supplements, nutrients, micronutrients, and it's completely free. And then it also has a recommendation of my favorite tried and true supplements from Shackley, which are 100% um, um, guaranteed. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. You can find me, like I said, again, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And my handle is fit for life PT LLC on all of those. And I love hearing any questions and comments that you might have. I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for listening on our radio station, 98.5 FM, the rock. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Delcina with keeping it fit for life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I look forward to us both growing together as we go through this journey of learning new habits and skills that will help improve both our fitness and our health for life. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I really enjoy spending time with you. And remember, if you want any additional information on what we spoke about today or any questions relating to health and fitness, please search for me on www fitforlifeptllc or on my new coaching site which is www.procoach.app/delcina I'm always found on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And once again, thank you so much. Have a beautiful and healthy day.